my daughter has a ring. She's about to she's about to do. And she's about to show what the girls should have did. All right, welcome back to Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and these are the facts of my life. Today I have a returning guest. You want to say something? Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. What? <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Jackie. I'm back again. <laughs> I didn't, if you let me prepare, I would have had a better intro. Hey, everyone. It's your girl, Jax. I'm back on the mic. Annoying. Yo, you know what I noticed when I was in the refrigerator just now? That you got the bottle, the shaker that had jacks on it. Yeah, I know. It's so trash. It's such a trash-ass product. The shaker bottles, I like the one from Walmart better. Oh. That sucks. All right, so let's get into it. All right, so today I went back to work, and it was... Yo. All right. So usually... Every day at work, well, when we were at work, our trainer would have us do, like, go around the room and say what we were grateful for. So, we had a new trainer today. Every single day? Yeah. That's weird. Right. So, we had a new trainer today, and she, we didn't really introduce ourselves to her, like, when we were at work before. So, we did it today, and, like, I get that people believe in God and Jesus, but I feel like if other people don't do it, you don't like od with it you know because you make people feel uncomfortable what do you mean because like this one girl well i guess a lot of people in my training class are you know big into jesus and shit whatever (laughs) but this one girl she just like goes od like she just overboards you know like she's like you know i just want to say that god is really good and he died on the cross for us (laughs) and um, if you don't believe in him, well, you better go. You better you go. You better go before it's too late. You're well, lying. It's never too late. In I work? swear to God. I it's definitely think so it's a southern thing though, because I'm more than never heard anyone talk about Jesus at my job. They pray at work over like meetings we've had huddles where we prayed over each other. People have Bibles at their desk, crosses at their desk. Get me out of it it's too much that's so funny it's it's too much because it's like you're doing way too much just relax like <laughs> I, like if i didn't passionate believe, about jesus right but like you make other like it makes me feel uncomfortable like it makes you uncomfortable it makes me uncomfortable because it's like i don't everybody doesn't believe in jesus uh-huh. you know so it makes me uncomfortable for them you know gotcha. because they probably don't know what it's like to be in that type of environment especially like at church where everybody's like you know oh my god you <laughs> You know, you know what I'm trying to say. So it's like yeah. I know how it is, yep. but there may be people. There may be people that don't know how it is. Yep. So it's super uncomfortable. I like, get that. That's so, really funny. Do they uh, say anything, or they just let her go on a tangent, or the other people go on tangents? Everybody goes. The people that believe in Jesus go on a tangent. <laughs> They go on a tangent, they're doing the fucking hand motions, you know, being annoying and extra, whatever, you know, like how black people are. So those are Zacchaeus thoughts and Zacchaeus thoughts. Black people are extra. I love them, but they're just extra as hell. So that's really funny. Yeah. Um, so what went on over the weekend on social media is Kevin Hart got well. He didn't get caught cheating. He basically snitched on himself, um, and he's basically had the internet up in an uproar for the past <laughs> two days. The he's memes, basically had us arguing for the past two days. The memes that have come out of this situation are really too funny. Yeah, such an unfortunate because she's pregnant. I pray he wasn't cheating while she was pregnant because God forbid he would have gave her an STD, killed a baby, horrible man. But just Ooh, the whole situation in general, especially since just the other, you know, just the other week she was clowning the ex-wife and minimizing their relationship. Right. People are crazy. And I think it's just so funny because, like, just a few weeks before, not even a few weeks, when did, like, Kevin Hart, he came out with his book, what was, like, maybe April, May-ish, around that time, and he did an interview on The Breakfast Club, and he was talking about how cheating is too much of a task 
and he would never cheat basically because it's just too much like with social media and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it's like he turns around he probably was cheating that whole fucking time so it's like maybe he just did it one time you never no. know i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt that he did it one time you people have a history i have a history he maybe cheated on his ex we don't know the whole story <laughs> i am not we signing we know up. the whole story because she was so angry like she was angry for a while even after they divorced she was still angry people are angry over niggas who not even their boyfriend i am not i'm not signing up for it but when she did that show on um it was ex-wives of Atlanta or something like that. It was something around... She did a reality show? Yeah. It was only on for, like, one season, though. It wasn't on for a long time because it just wasn't good. Gotcha. But she did it, and, like, the whole time on the show, she was just an angry-ass, bitter-ass black woman. I'm like, yo, what did he do to you, my nigga? Like, she was always trashing him every second. It was just like... And she was, when she did interviews, she was trashing him, too. Nobody's texting you. Important. I was say, is that your phone? Turn it off. No, it's your phone. You're rude. This is why you can't be a professional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with me. I'm okay. I shouldn't um, be talking because I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not a professional either. I just think what's so hard is like, and we've discussed this before on the podcast that I was a guest on before, like people are not perfect and the unfortunate situation is that they are in, they're like the focal point of the media, like you know, they're, they have such a huge audience that they are connected to 24-7, so it's just unfortunate that she has to play out the situation in front of the entire country, the entire world, and she's pregnant on top of that, and she was just bashing the ex-wife not so long ago, and yes, he came out and said something, but he's only saying something because the girl was trying to extort him. Granted, I hope that he would have admitted to it before this whole situation popped up, but again, we don't know. He could have admitted to it, and he just did the public apology before that homegirl was about to come out, and she still still should get the money either way. Why? You don't get money because you sleep with somebody? Yeah, she could write a book. So let her write a book. Either you pay- write the book, either I would be like, either I write the book or you give me the money. Write the book. Write the book. Why would he pay someone for that? Like, and I just think it's so, like, people with that mentality, that's such horrible karma. Like, why would you sleep with him and then try to extort him for money after that? Because these bitches are evil that's why that's that's why when he was saying on the breakfast club like oh i would never do that because of how women are now it's It's just so funny like like he's just in that situation like yeah it's fucked up but it's like that's what women out here do they prey on men like kevin hart lebron james kobe bryant because they don't cheat now i'm just giving it sorry people keep speculating that he's cheating but whatever well, ooh, you know what? I don't know how true this is because I don't know enough about LeBron James. But on Twitter, you know, like, Twitter was up in an uproar. And somebody was saying, like, he has cheated on his wife, but he's just, like, he's he paid so many people to Keep cover quiet. it up that nobody knows about it. But I don't know how these people know about it. Yeah, then how would they know? Twitter right. people talking. Exactly. So... You know, like, there are women that prey on men like this. Like, they don't give a fuck. And it sucks, but it's like... Just the karma that's going to come back. Just because what do you gain out of that? Right. Nothing but money. Like, yeah, and that's sad because that's going to lead you nowhere. Well, maybe she has a business venture she wants to start. (laughs) That could be... (laughs) Start a GoFundMe then. That could be the reason that she did that. Because she probably is like, oh, yo, I need to start this makeup line. And I need a couple mils. That's crazy. I'm glad that the FBI is getting involved. Because you just shouldn't do that. You have consensual sex with someone. If you were a prostitute and he knew up front and didn't pay you, that's one thing. But you fuck him and then afterwards, like, oh, I'm going to tell your wife. And if, or if you don't give me $50,000, I'm going to expose you to the world. But like, I thought the FBI was getting involved because she recorded them having sex without his consent. And then extorting him for it. So you can't do you can't do one or the other. I thought you could extort people for money though. No, you can. Why would that be legal? Because people do it all the time <laughs> to celebrities. So I, I know. Like it's a normal thing. I don't think you're allowed to. I mean, 
I'm gonna have to Google to confirm. Unfortunately, we can't. So extorting is against the law. I believe so. I'm about to look it up on the computer. Oh fuck! I'm not connected to the Wi-Fi. Damn oh it. yeah, you cheat. never mind. Okay, well we're gonna. I'm gonna go with it is against the law to extort <laughs> people for money Women and blackmail. Blackmail is against the law too. I believe so. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like a, I don't write the rules of the world. But I feel I like assume. blackmailing is not. Well, we'll Google extorting. Maybe I feel like it is. We'll do a follow up. All right. So, yeah, I think that's just, just pretty messed up. But what another thing I said, because somebody brought up a point on Twitter, and they were like, oh, everybody's talking about, all the women are talking about how, what they would and wouldn't do if their husband cheated on them. And what I said was like, I know I said on the last thing that, you know, I probably would leave, like, if we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, if we were married, I probably, I don't know what I would do. But I would, I wouldn't want you to embarrass me. In the public. No. Keep it to yourself. If she asks for money, pay the bitch. And that's it. Or just don't do it. Or don't do it. Yep. But if it does happen, that's just so hard. And it's just so hard because now you are having a million people tell you what you... Like, have an opinion. Like, you know, like, when I'm going through something, whether it's with family, a boyfriend, a friend... I have to process by myself because I do not want anyone feeding into my emotions. So many times that has happened and I've reacted off of how other people felt. Mm-hmm. And like in the end, like I just regretted my decisions. At this point, I want to work through my own shit and then I'll discuss it if I feel like it's important enough. But for her, like you don't have that option. Your whole family, all your friends, all the people that love you and care for you are gonna, you know, go to bat for you, they know. Right. And they'll probably not forgive him. Right. Just for the magnitude of it. Like, she's pregnant on her birthday weekend. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I won't chime in, oh, I would do this. You don't know what you would do until you in that situation. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't know what I would do either if I was married and pregnant. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot to handle because, like, now you gotta deal with the nigga cheating on you. And then it's like, do you really want to raise this baby on your own? And he's calling her a McRib. Because <laughs> he keeps saying that. Because he's calling, because he was always calling her his rib. Yes, and then I keep seeing, oh, do your McRib like that? And I lost the version because I'm like, that's so silly. People uh, are silly on the internet. Sorry, Aniko. I'm sorry that that happened to you. But Very unfortunate. Yeah. All right, so moving on moving on to moving on i'm moving next week oh i like that play on the words i'm really excited for you i'm excited too you were so ready to give up not too long ago and i think like and we discussed like you needed to be tested to see that even through the hard times you can persevere you just you just needed to go through these situations to grow in ways you've never been forced to grow. You've been forced outside your comfort zone so far mm-hmm. that I think the growth that has taken place over the last year, let alone the last six months, has been so amazing, so transformative. Like, I, I'm i grateful that I got to witness this whole transition for you. I'm happy that you didn't give up and just leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really showed you who your support system is in times of hardship right i'm i'm glad i didn't either because i was really like on the verge like yo i'm going the fuck home like Mm -hmm. i can't do this anymore so like i'm really grateful one for my job Mm -hmm. so i could have income so i could live on my own and grateful for the people that you know have given me encouraging words and allow me to whether it was stay at their house give me money whatever like it just means a lot because Man, I don't, I've never felt, I I feel like I felt down in my life before, but I feel like because I'm older and because I'm literally on my own now, like, I, it's just like a different type of down, like, mm-hmm. you know, that I hope that I never have to experience anything like this ever again. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it just seems like this was like the lowest point of my life, like, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like. You've had low points as as a kid, as a teenager, but it's like, you're at home living with your parents, so it's like, how bad can it be, yeah. you know? Like, but now it's like, <laughs> it's bad yeah. now. I'm not saying, like, it's bad, but it's like, you know, this is, like, what it's like to be a fucking adult. Yeah. 
and then don't and trying to follow your dream because it's so easy to just like so you know what i'm just gonna throw in the towel conform to whatever society's idea is of making it work and meeting other people's expectations but it's so hard when you're an adult and you're trying to experience the world on your own accord but you're trying to see it for yourself not live through anybody else Mm -hmm. that's really hard and to take that step and leave everything you know and come here and then have to face some very shitty situations right um it's just amazing what it looked like what it's like on the other side now that you've gone through the storm Mm -hmm. so that when shit happens again you're going to be able to take it on um, and not be so discouraged and not feel so bad about it. You know, right. everyone has everyone has obstacles to face. And you did an amazing job with yours. Thank you. I think that, like, taking on my struggles, like, I don't know. I felt like it wasn't, it's, it's not as bad, but I felt like because I had people making me feel bad for being in a situation, that's what I think was what made it even harder mm-hmm. for me because it was like, you thought these people were in your corner and then it just made you feel like, you, you feel, you're already feeling like shit mm-hmm. and it's like you saying these things make me feel like shit even more, yeah. you know, like, so I think that's what was, that made it even harder for me too and it's like, you know, you have people watching you and there's people that and I and I always say this but I feel like I'm not even doing anything but there's people that have told me that oh yo you inspired me to want to move or to do this or to do that and I'd be feeling like I ain't even doing shit like you know like I'm just I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I want to do who the fuck I am Mm -hmm. and I don't know you people see the beauty in it for some reason I don't fucking know but yeah I'm grateful you're moving I am. I put my two-week notice in. Today, I had to send them an email because I gave them the wrong date. So, I sent them a follow-up email. Like, just kidding. Um, I'm actually leaving a day earlier. Um, oh, so you're not going to go on next Friday? Yeah, I'm not going in next Friday. And I thought I had sent them for the Thursday, but I actually sent them for the Friday. So, I just let them know. I rescheduled my exit interview with the HR. Um... And I'm just excited. I'm super nervous because when I moved to Texas, I i mean, it was, I knew it was going to come, but it was mostly on a whim. Like, I really didn't know what I was going to do. I was running away from shit that I was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came down. I didn't have a plan and it was just such a hard adjustment. But I think coming to live with my mother who I hadn't lived with in years and mm-hmm. working through that relationship being in a whole new city where it was such a cultural shock for me mm-hmm. and not having a job I think that all of that was just too much for me to handle but I'm excited about this transition nervous because <laughs> I don't really have a plan but I just know that I'm so unhappy where I'm at and mm-hmm. I can't continue to sacrifice sacrifice my happiness for a paycheck right it's not gonna work for me anymore that's why i asked you like the other day like when you get to waco like are you gonna immediately start applying for jobs or are you just gonna take a break you know not saying that you gotta do it but it's like do you feel like you need a break to just be like all right i've did this for three years or whatever mm-hmm. and i just need a break to just get myself together before i get back into the nine the to world. five life. Yeah. Um, I know how hard it is to get a job, so <laughs> <laughs> I think the process of finding one will be enough of a break. Um, for the Harvey thing, it was so hard. Even though I was working every day from the laptop, it was just so hard to be home. Yeah. Um, but I do. I think that I need to. I need to reconnect with my journey with God. I feel like I've lost myself in the midst of my sadness and my circumstances. Mm-hmm. That I, I'm i not as connected as I once was when I was in a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just take time to adjust. I want to repaint the cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do projects that I found on YouTube and Pinterest. So hopefully that'll be enough time. I pray I'm not out of work too long. Yeah, I I haven't been to church either. I feel like I'm going through one of those phases where like I'm not I'm not sure about how I feel about church. Mhm. Because 
you know, I haven't really done a lot of research on it, but it's just like I know that Christianity Christianity wasn't something that we practiced before we were dragged here to America, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like something that was forced upon us. So it's hard for me. Sometimes it's hard for me to like connect, but it's like something that I've always known. I just feel like I need to take the time out to just sit and research Mm -hmm. instead of like, because like, this is not the first time I've done this, like took a break from church or whatever. Like I've done this multiple times, but where I'm, I'm just like, oh, well, you know, I don't care about church. Like it's not doing anything for me type of type of deal. Um... So, I don't know. I just need to find the time to research. But I was on the phone today with this guy. I guess you could say I met him on Twitter. But he, um, we were talking about doing a, well, something that he already has um, going. I'm not going to really talk too much about it because it's like nothing is finalized. But just talking to him just made me realize like if this is something I want to do whether it's with my podcast or whatever YouTube like you really have to be dedicated Uh and so like I think that I'm gonna start putting more time and effort into it Uh um, because this is something I want to do and I just think it's like so funny because like I remember when I graduated college, I felt like after I got out of work, I had nothing to look forward to, you know? Mm-hmm. And now I do. So it's like, now that I have it here, I have to be consistent and be dedicated. If not, then it's just going to flop, you know? I agree 100%. So, yeah. Um, and I'm moving by myself. No roommates. I'm so freaking excited. Nobody is coming over for two months. Like, I need a break. <laughs> from people like you do not understand and I feel like people be like oh well you know you're super extroverted like no I need a fucking break from people I don't care yeah like I am a extroverted introvert like I need alone time I don't care how many times you see me out dancing and hanging out with people like I need a break to myself so no you cannot come over I don't care who you are you're not coming over unless you got money and dick Or Very important. <laughs> good dick, I should add. Um, It'll be nice just to come home and like unwind. You don't have to interact with anyone. You don't have to worry about anyone just being there. Come right. home to your own solitude. Right. That's going to be really nice. I definitely think you're going to end up getting a dog because ever since you moved to Texas, you haven't lived without one. Um, yes, I have. When have you been without one? For the six months. When I was living in, um... No, you come over and see Bailey often. You were right. I come over and see that fucking stupid dog. Shit. But, yeah, like, even when I was living with the lady, um, and fucking Katie, like, even though, like, she, her room was downstairs, mine was upstairs, like, we didn't really see each other that often, but I felt like when we were in the kitchen or in the living room, I felt like I had to say something, you know, and now, mm-hmm. yeah, it is going to be fine. Like, I don't, I really don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to nothing. Like, it's just going to be me, my nigga. Like, I don't care. Like, and if you are coming over, you better have wine in your hand. What? I don't have a pen. Oh, I want to write something down. Be- I just want to go back Here, to... Um, I just Well, I'm just going to say it. I just want to go back to your comment about researching God and stuff and feeling like you're not in the church. We're jumping around a little bit, but um, I don't want to forget. But I think it's less of an emphasis on... And mind you, I'm not no Jesus expert. I'm only <laughs> two and a half, three years into my walk. But what I realized are... It's more about your relationship with God and, like, not praying out of guilt or tithing out of guilt or anything like that. Like, it is a genuine relationship that you have. I personally love going to church. And in Waco, we go to a, it's not, it's a non-denominational Bible-based church. So they don't focus so much on religion, but on the word of God. Mm -hmm. And it's just people coming together and spirit-led. So... Um, I haven't attended a service where, like, they've sang the whole time, but Andrews has said, like, he's attended and the people singing just say, like, you know, I just feel like this is what the service needs to look like. And they'll mm-hmm. just sing and they have people get up and they just share their testimonies and 
it's not so much like one person speaking dictating how the church goes but mm-hmm. anytime i've gone it genuinely feels like a, a community like a relationship and that's what i like especially since i'm so new right and i want to connect with other people your walk does not have to look like mine right. we do not have to be on the same journey or path but i think as long as your relationship with god is genuine then you're someone i'd want to connect with and talk to and explore mm-hmm. your journey with you know and so i think that's important so maybe find more people i joined that pinky promise stuff which was cool but the girls were a little too conservative for me and then i Mm -hmm. felt like i couldn't relate without maybe feeling judged or them you know sharing or like convicting me for my actions Mm -hmm. and that was hard for me because i didn't grow up in the church you know right um my my walk is super new so but they be the nastiest ones though like especially like <laughs> you don't know if they're the nastiest they're ones they're the fucking nastiest ones i promise you they're nasty and it's crazy because like a lot of preachers kids they're the bad kids they are the kids that are having the babies at 16 17 years old and it's no shade but that's real fucking talk like these are the kids that's out here going to jail selling drugs like i've seen it with my own freaking eyes like so don't be thinking like you know you gotta live up to a certain expectation because people like nobody's perfect you know Mm -hmm. and like i think that's another thing like i have issues with with the church too is like i feel like you have to be this perfect person and it's like it's hard because it's like i am not perfect yep you know like and also church was forced on me too as a kid so, like, I grew up in church, and, and you know, that just brings me back to, like, when we were going to Bible study, like, you know, like, I felt, like, I felt like it was a good Bible study, but at the same time, I felt like all eyes was, like, you know, on us type of shit, because mm-hmm. we're not, like, even though I grew up in church, like, there are people in church that do grimy, nasty shit, like, you know, so, and it's like, I hate that they try to sugarcoat that shit i don't like that you know like be honest yeah be honest about who you are and the things that you've done like you know so like i remember one time we was talking about like i think it was like sinning and like going out or some shit like that and i was just like yeah like i i sin all the fucking time yeah like it's not it's inevitable for me to not sin like so i can't sit here and be like oh well you know i be thinking like no I know I'm doing wrong, and I still do it anyway. But, you know, the, it is what it is. Like, so, that's the only thing, like, I be, you know, having issues with. Like, that's why I be taking breaks from church sometimes. Then maybe it's just about finding, like, a group. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just, like, a group of, like, people that you can study the Bible with or have these conversations with and it be genuinely open environment where no one's going to no one's going to judge you for the things you share and at the end of the day pray for me you don't have to talk bad about me you don't have to Mm -hmm. talk down to me if you are uncomfortable with the decision i make pray for me pray over me let me know that you love me that you care about me and you want the best talking shit about me is not going to do anything you know right and i come from a church like that like people talk about each other people are rude to each other so it's like you know, like, one, I'm and not saying, like, you know, the church that we went to out here was, like, like that, because I don't know enough people to make mm-hmm. that judgment. Um, I just always felt underdressed. I don't really care about that. <laughs> Girl, I, that's why I was like, I wore jeans um, to church, but my mother hated that shit, but I didn't care because that's what made me comfortable. Yeah. And she would complain all the time, but I didn't give a fuck. I, only, I probably wore dresses on Easter. That was it. Other than that, I wore pants. Yeah, I want to be comfortable. I don't want to go. And they never, like, said anything. But, you know, all the women are in these, like, ball gowns. And I'm coming in (laughs) with casual Saturday attire, you know. I just, I felt silly. But I liked the church. I really loved, um, I personally got to experience it. Like, everyone was really sweet. It was my first time ever going to, like, a mega church. And I felt like it was still intimate like i saw the same people and so it was nice i don't mm-hmm. talk to anyone so it's not like i got to know them but at least i recognize them by face right um but i don't know i just want to be surrounded by people who are loving and genuine and who aren't trying to put their life and expectations on me i'm over that i'm an adult i'm gonna make my own decisions pray for me pray right. for me and love me right at the end of the day mm-hmm. 
Um, what else do I have to say about moving? Yeah, sorry. I just didn't want to forget that. Oh, no, that's good. Oh, yeah, so somebody, it's another thing I saw on Facebook today. Somebody that was living in Connecticut that no longer lives in Connecticut was saying, like, people keep asking her, like, when she coming back. And that just made me think, like, somebody just wrote me on Twitter the other day, when you coming back home? Nigga, I'm not coming back anytime soon. Like, if you want to see me, you can pay for your plane ticket and you could come out here like i don't have a desire to really go back right now because i feel like if i go back right now i probably will get i probably would want to stay you know just based off of how i feel about my career yeah so right now even before you know i made this decision about my career or whatever i have no desire to go back at this point now i, re- I have my own apartment so people could my mom my brother i told her my mom my brother like you guys can come i told my brother if he get a job i can help him with his plane ticket other than that i'm not i don't have a desire to come back to new haven connecticut so if you want to come visit me you can come visit me and i'll be feeling like you know people you know they i feel like people are not that busy you know not saying like people ain't doing shit but it's like you can make time for what you want to make time for like i'm the one that moved all the way uh-huh. to the other side of the freaking country you know like and this is a new experience this could be a new experience for you yeah. at the same time because like the only person that ever been here before i moved here was kwana uh-huh. that's the only other person everybody else nobody have ever been to houston texas uh-huh. so this could be a new experience for you yeah. you know you never know not saying that you gotta move here but you know that's what life is about you know, you don't even got to hang out with me when you come here. You could just do your own <laughs> fucking thing. But, you know, just stop fucking asking me. Like, it ain't shit to do in New Haven, Connecticut. And it's like, when I went back home in June, it really, like, I was just looking around like, what the fuck is there to do? It ain't shit to do. Unless somebody's creating that shit. But, like, it's not like, you know, Houston where on a Friday night we have hundreds of places to choose yeah. from. Back home, you probably have like three or four places to choose from, if that. I think and that's very just, slim to none. If you're gonna continue to ask when I'm coming, just buy my plane ticket. Like right. I have my own expenses out here. It's hard to travel back and forth, and right. then you get there, you don't have a car there. You have to pay for transportation. I have people drive you around and borrow a car. Like it's just too much. Right. And it's supposed to be winter time. I'm good. Exactly. When it don't start till January here. Right. And then I went. Yeah, I went home for December. And that shit was cold as hell. Yeah, nigga okay. had to put on a fucking fur coat and shit. <laughs> like, I'm not you do doing not that. have a fur coat. It's not real fur, but it's <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> my mother bought me this like leather jacket for Christmas one year, and it got fur inside of it. Gotcha. But it's like when you on the outside like it don't zip all the way up so like on the outside you could see the fur oh so, gotcha gotcha that's my fur coat that was really j-lo yeah it was very j-lo-ish <laughs> i want to i i know this is horrible to say but when my grandmother dies i really hope that i can get her fur coats because my grandma <laughs> I'm not commenting. These are all the keys, ideas, and thoughts. I love my grandmother, but when I tell you her fur coats are fire, my nigga, my grandfather bought them shits, fire. It's lit. Lit. <laughs> fire ass fur coats. So, like, I hope I'm first in line. <laughs> I love you and I'm not plotting on your death, but if I'm you so happen to. Because I remember I asked my mother, I was like, yeah, you think grandma will let me um wear her fur coat like on New Year's Eve one year? She's like, hell no. <laughs> Why <I'm>, would she? <laughs> so I could look lit like everybody else. Like, you know, in my grandmother 21 and get you a little fur coat. Stunning my grandmother fur coat right quick. <laughs> you silly i don't even know how much i'm pretty sure it's expensive as hell but whatever all right so moving on all right we went to <laughs> we went to austin this weekend and the only reason i went is because jackie is booing <laughs> if it was any other reason because she know I, I will say hell no in a minute <laughs> and i just was thinking about that shit all day because like the nigga. <laughs> we are not 
not doing that on the podcast. Skip it. No, Zakia. it's Zakia. We're not. I talk about the bad situation. Please. <laughs> Please, 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 please. Please. It's just one quick story. All right. It's not quick. <laughs> All right. So we, well, I didn't get the Airbnb. Can I say who got it? Julius got the Airbnb. All right. So <laughs> Julius' cousin came. <laughs> so Jackie told me that I couldn't sleep in the bed because... <laughs> Because Zakia ain't put no money into this Airbnb. And it was his birthday. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to be a brat. <laughs> so Saturday night comes. We all go out. And Zakia, mind you, is hungover from the night before because she's not responsible. So she's extra tired. <laughs> so, you know, I ain't be a brat. I just got the, the comforter, <laughs> sat my black ass on the couch, slept on the couch. So Jackie's... So I try to finesse the nigga in the uber back home i was like yeah are you really gonna sleep in the um bed she's like zakia you're not sleeping in the bed because he offered the bed but i told her no because it's not her birthday and she ain't put no money in that is not fair she had a couch to sleep on so the nigga (laughs) we get back to the room everybody Everybody except for this nigga is tired. I'm ready to go to bed. This nigga. I'm sleeping on the couch, right? He done came in and out the motherfucking apartment at least ten fucking times. The nigga did not sleep. He did not go to sleep. And I'm not even exaggerating. He did not sleep. Meaning that the bed... How it, how it looked when we first got into the freaking Airbnb is the same way it was when we left that goddamn Airbnb. Because oh, you know so- what? He did not touch that goddamn bed. He didn't touch it. So the last time he walked in the apartment, I said, you know what? Because he woke me up multiple times. I said, you know what? I just got my black ass up and I slept in that goddamn bed. And I locked the fucking door because... You ain't gonna be coming in out of here. So the next morning, Jackie's telling me like, "Oh yeah, he was walking around Austin." So I'm like, "So you tell you mean to tell me I could have been sleeping in this fucking bed?" And when I told the kid, "What's moral of the story is do not allow people to dictate your life. If you want to do something, don't allow someone else to tell you how to live your own life. That is not my problem. You do not have to listen to me." But you already know. Like usually, I don't care about stuff. But I felt bad because it was his birthday, and I know if it was my birthday, I would have felt some type of way. You know, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this bitch sleeping in my." bed but that's really funny that was super funny but other than that also was straight um still not my type of scene because i'm not you liked walking down downtown though like when we were on south congress and stuff and going to the shop oh yeah yeah that was nice you don't like the partying scene and that's fine there's not a lot of black people in austin yeah no and there's way too many college kids for me because my little brother is in college and I do, I'm not okay with partying with people his age. Like, that just makes me so uncomfortable because... You're so annoying. I'm serious. Like, the, the nigga hell? didn't even have a wristband and bought you true drinks and you complaining. No, he did have a wristband. The one who bought the drinks? Yeah. Oh. He was so ugly. <laughs> he was so ugly. And my rule, my new rule now is when I go out because, like, <laughs> I'm not wasting any more time is... <laughs> If you are not buying a drink, you are not allowed to talk to me because I do not have the patience or the time to be having meaningless conversations, even though the conversation is probably going to be meaningless, but at least reward me for having this meaningless conversation. So please let me know how that works out. I'm going to check it out. It worked out fine. Yeah. He don't come here in Austin. I want to talk about here in Houston where it's oh, a whole bunch out, of niggas. It worked out fine on Friday. Um, niggas are dumb they are dumb <laughs> um, I told the guy I said do not talk to me unless you're buying me a drink like that's the end that's the end of the story and then one guy he got upset cause I said it to him the one the first guy he bought me a drink the second guy he was like oh so I can't talk to you I said no you cannot like I'm not no you don't even want nothing from me 
Just conversation. Yeah, so if you're going to get conversation out of me, I want something out of you. I want a drink. So that's just going to be the end of that. Um, so the guy that bought me the drinks at um, at the at the whatever bar, he's in the army. Okay, ladies, listen up. There's a few type of niggas that you should stay away from. Jamaicans, <laughs> Haitians, and niggas in the army. So... What? Police officers, too. They're crazy. Really? All the police officers I've ever interacted with have... They're, like, on a power trip. They're crazy. Never nigga I could trust. Yeah, I don't do police officers um, only because of how I feel about police officers. <laughs> um, I don't really respect them um, because... And I know it's probably going to hurt some people's feelings, but I really don't care. I feel like if you ain't speaking up for, you know... Especially if you're a black police officer, officer if you ain't speaking up for the injustices of what these fucking cops is doing fuck you that goes for correctional officers too because y'all some dirty motherfuckers too so i don't care that's how i feel about police officer correctional officers like y'all y'all some fucking snakes y'all be doing foul ass shit and nobody the good cops i want the good cops to speak up if you are a good cop and you are... How do you know that... We can't do this on this podcast because we could be here for hours. <laughs> you don't know what goes on. You don't know what it's... I don't, but if you are... Okay, if but you, you can't say you don't trust all of them. All right. So I don't trust the ones that don't speak up against the injustices of black people. I agree. I think that's unfair. I think that, especially in a position that you're in, that you should say something. But I don't think that that goes against, like, that is applied to every single police officer. We can't talk politics on this. We're going to go for days. Yeah, we can. All right. Correctional officer, fuck out. (laughs) Y'all really, I feel like they're ten times more crazy than police officers. So it's like, y'all, and I've seen it. With the Khalif Browder story, and I have Facebook friends that are correctional officers, and I see some of the shit that they say, and I'm just like, fuck you. That's why I be really wanting to say, like, y'all, y'all fucking no. All right, what? All right, so the army niggas. All right, so the nigga that bought me the drink, he was he's in the army. Uh huh. And what's the the campus over there, Fort Hood or something like that? Yeah, yeah, like Fort. Uh, Fort with the one that's in Colleen? I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said that. And I'm just like, he had these grills in his mouth, and I'm just like, why do you have grills top and bottom? I can barely understand what you're saying. But To let you know he got money? Were they permanent? No, he in the army. No, hell no. So, the nigga was 22. Mind you, I'm 26. I feel like a grandma compared to him, but... So he texted me like after, I guess he left the bar. He was like, oh, what's up, ma? And I was like, who is this? And he was like, oh, the nigga that bought you a drink. And I was like, I never responded. And then he texted me again today and I didn't respond. But the um, but the whole time at the bar, he was like, yeah, um, he was like, I want to get to know you or whatever, blah, blah, blah. You think we could see each other or whatever? And I'm just like lying, like, yeah. Like, no, you're not going to trap me. How do you know? Because I know. He's in the army. So why are you wasting his time? Because I want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You don't deserve a nigga. <laughs> you deserve... You just need to be in the house. Go to work in the house. Nah. You don't deserve no source of entertainment. I do. I have to get the entertainment now because you're leaving, so... I know you got two weeks to find a boyfriend. I don't have... I'm breaking... <laughs> I done broke up with... Two niggas over the weekend. <laughs> and I know last week I said I have a love life. But I really don't. Like, it's not real. It's just funny as fuck. Like, I don't have a love life. It's just, like, I don't talk to no guys out here in Houston. Like, literally nobody. All the guys that I talk to are away in different states. Yeah. So, it's not like I have a real boyfriend out here. Like, even though they ain't my real boyfriend either. But, <laughs> shit. For 10 boyfriends, they, just they, as important. Yeah, they just as important. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty... I don't know. I hate that I feel like, yo, like I want a boyfriend now. Because like, just a few months ago, I was saying, like, I don't want a fucking boyfriend. Zakia, you're going to get a boyfriend and you're going to be so annoyed. You don't want a boyfriend. I think you just want some type of consistency. Yeah, I want some entertainment. And I probably am going to be annoyed. And I think, like, you know, whoever you are... 
you if you decide to date me, I pray for you and your well being. <laughs> me too. Um, because <laughs> I'm a little crazy. Yo, the guy that really like accepts me for every single flaw, every single motherfucking flaw, like you, I will trap you. You had one. Who? Robert? Yes. And you don't want him. So I mean, if I was back in Connecticut, I'd probably be with him, honestly. Truly. You had a Philly Bay. He's not from Philly. Shh. She doesn't live in Philly. He doesn't. I don't know if she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. No, I'm just kidding. What she's talking about. I got a whole bunch Philly, of Philly, where's that at? <laughs> have no clue. Never uh, heard of that. Never, never experienced anybody in Philly. Um, you know the guys in Philly are really cute though. Um, no, they crazy. They are crazy. Cause the nigga. Cause I remember went to Miami. All right, this is the last story. I remember went to Miami. The nigga and he bought us. I don't know if he bought us a bottle or a drink, but he was from Philly. Man, that nigga was so cute. He had a fine, perfect ass beard. And I I like guys from Philly. I don't know. I've never really like talked to a guy from Philly, but um yeah. I think that my husband is up north, honestly and truly. I don't think that the guys down here like they could really like handle me. And this is why because this is an example. This guy I was talking to out here and so if you know me if you hung around me i talk a lot of shit like that's just who i am and not somebody all right i'm about to skip to another story right quick okay so today on facebook this guy that i'm friends with on facebook he was talking about like if people if he messages somebody and they don't respond he deletes them and blocks them and because he has like pretty extreme right because he has a business up for credit restoration or whatever and like you know he be he the type of nigga that make you feel bad for having bad credit and shit. Like, yes, I know my credit is fucked up, but you don't got to make me feel like a piece of shit for having yeah. fucked up credit. That's, That's how, how you employed, motherfucker. Right. That's how he runs his business. All right. So he said, oh, yeah, if you don't message me back, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to um, I'm going to delete, delete you and block you, whatever. So I'm like, why do you care so much? I wrote down his status <laughs> and he was like. I was like, why do you care so much if they don't respond to you? So he was like, yo, what's up with you? Why you always got something to say? Because <laughs> you can't fucking help it while like, talking shit. I, and I'm just like, I do always have something to say. I don't give a fuck. But anyway, so if you know me, you know I talk a lot of shit. I always got something to say, whatever. Sometimes it gets me in trouble. But uh, the thing is... All right, so this guy I was talking to, all right, I will always talk shit to him or whatever on Snapchat. So he ended up deleting me, right? So then he adds me back. So I asked him, I said, why did you add me back if you deleted me? So he didn't respond. I was like, you're a fucking weirdo. Like, you're weird. He's like, what? I said, I asked you a question. Are you dumb? Oh, my God. And he was like, oh, well, I was looking through my contacts or whatever, blah, 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 and something, something, something. So I'm like... You deleted me. Yeah, I'm like, you deleted me. He's like, I probably did. I'm like, yeah, I know you did. I just don't understand why you added me back if you know that you fucking deleted me if you didn't like what I had to say. If you don't want me following you, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) This is the type of shit that I deal with. And I know y'all think I'm like (laughs) making this shit crazy. But this is real life. If if you do not fuck with me, if you don't like me, if you don't like what I'm saying to you, you want to delete me, I do not care. I promise you. But do not come back for more. You keep coming back. They're masochists. You, I don't get it. You, you get upset because I talk shit to you, but yet here you are. Maybe they forgot how annoying you were and then wanted (laughs) (laughs) and then re-added you and then you quickly remind them and then block. I don't know if he deleted me again, but he's stupid for adding me back. Like, I wouldn't have added him back. Like, I don't care enough to keep following you after, you know, like... Everything that's taking place. Right. Like, if you like me, just say that shit. If you like seeing me, if you like watching my snaps just be like oh you entertaining as fuck and i'll be like okay no one's here to gas you you do that enough (laughs) (laughs) yo i really do be gassing myself i don't care though you're your biggest supporter and that's what's important gang 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 lit 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 yo it's 9 37 i cannot believe it um 
All right, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, what's going on? All right, Jackie's supposed to be writing the GoFund GoFundMe for me, so I'm gonna try to get this camera. Maybe I should make a goal by November first. I think that's good enough. Why don't you make it by December first? You think that's enough time? I mean, you don't think that's too long of a time? No. How much is a camera? Cameras are expensive. I didn't ha- I haven't picked one yet. Okay. Well, I think but it's not gonna be no more than like three or four hundred dollars. Three or four hundred? Yeah. The oh. real nice cameras are like eight hundred to a thousand dollars. Yeah. But I don't need. Like, starting off, I really don't need... Maybe I'll connect you with my friend, Perrin, because that's the one who does, like, all the professional pictures and stuff. And oh, he does yeah. videos, so maybe he can connect you with and help you figure out what camera's going to work <clears throat> best before. I think it would be exciting just, like, to add. I think it'll give it another element to the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And just for people to see on day day, because you really are, like... I talk shit and say, like, oh, you're so annoying, but you're really silly. Um... And you do interesting shit. Like, you've explored more of Houston in the year you've been here than <laughs> I have. And I've been here three years, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it would just be interesting for people to see. I think adding another dynamic to your whole platform will be nice because you'll be able to connect to more people. And the people that support you, I mean, no one has to give, like, $300 to it. But people give, like, $10, $15. Give them at least, like, what, you started October 1st? No, we're going to start before then. So, November 1st should be good. Two yeah. months to raise that. Yeah, so, I don't know. I just, I forgot what I was saying, honestly. I'm sorry, I'm rude. You're talking about I'm going to write the GoFundMe. Oh, yeah, the GoFundMe. Go oh, me. I know what I was going to say. So, the cameras that I was looking at, they're mainly for vlogging. They're not for taking pictures. So, they're not that expensive they're not as expensive gotcha. as the picture as the cameras that you use to take pictures i wonder what's the difference though the resolution of you know like if you take the pictures it's, it's not it's not gonna be the same because it's not made for taking pictures gotcha. unquote, you know you mm-hmm. can take pictures but it's they focus in on the video aspect of the camera so the ones that i've looked at that i've researched aren't that expensive so um I don't think I would. I think $800 is too much for my first camera anyway. Yeah. Because, you know? like, I really don't know what the hell I'm doing. So, I don't need to be spending that much money. Once I get the hang of it, if I feel like this is something I want to continue and I want to invest more time and money, then I will probably buy a more, a more expensive one. But, um... What is your goal? You have 99 days left until the end of the year. Oh, my God. Ain't that crazy? 2017 has been, uh, it's been a joke. <laughs> a whole motherfucking joke. So what are your, what is your, your end year goals, you know? So I want to find another part-time job, um, so I can replenish my savings. That's my number one goal. Like, that's on my mind all, at all times. Like, I want to get my savings back up because there's nothing left in it. I've used it to fund when I was not working mm-hmm. so um that's my number one goal at least have a stack in there by the end of the year if not more because if i have a part-time job that will help me with saving money yeah um i could save i could save if i don't spend i could save like i could save like three thousand dollars by the end of the year mm-hmm. um but what else do i want to do i want to get the camera mm-hmm. um start vlogging Mm-hmm. Um, continue. I want to connect with more people here in Houston, like especially like journalists or people that are in media and stuff. Keep applying to the goddamn radio station. That's what I'm. I'm gonna do. Keep applying. And um, did you ever have another meeting with that lady from the radio station? I didn't. I haven't met with her in person. And that just reminded me. I was supposed to text a couple people today, and I don't forgot completely forgot. I gotta follow up with her because I sent her a thing. Um, one of the things that she asked me to do, I sent it to her last week, I think, or the week before that. But she, I don't think she listened to it yet because she usually once she once she listens to it, she'll respond to me and tell me like what I need to improve on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm a. Cause she's she was new she's new to that radio station so I'm not really gonna ask much of her right now yeah 
Um, because you know, obviously she trying to get her groove on yeah. there. But you I know, once, to have someone though. Right. Once the time is right, I do want to ask her if I could like either come with her to live broadcasting. Um, cause I did initially ask her to shadow, like if I could just come in there and sit with her, you know? Yeah. Um, cause at that time I wasn't working. Um, but she was just like, you know, like right now is not the time because she just started or whatever. So, you know, I respected that. But once, you know, hopefully there'll be a, a, a good time that I could come in and I could sit with her or whatever and, you know, continue to work with her and have her give me pointers and shit like that. Um... But yeah, I don't think I really have anything else I really wanna that I could think of off the top of my head right now. How about you? Those are good goals. Um, I want to get back to daily journaling, and I want to work out. Mhm. And I don't want to eat any more fast food. Oh, for the rest of the year. Yes, so I need to stop drinking because today I went to the movies with my mom, and I got a picture. Um, so the movie theaters in Texas, you can buy alcohol. It's like you eat there, drink there, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not even halfway through the movie, I finished the picture. My mom only had half a cup, and it was mostly <laughs> ice. I finished it, and I wasn't even drunk. And usually when I first started drinking there, I would... Like, I would have two glasses, and that'd be it. Yeah. No. And so, I think I'm going to lay off the alcohol for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dangerous. You don't even think it's dangerous, but that shit is dangerous. Yeah, I think, like, it's just concerning. Just, like, mm-hmm. with my family history, the tolerance I'm building, it feels like college days where we could just get shit and, like, drink so much and still be fine. I don't want to get to a point where I'm, like, drinking a bottle just to feel something yeah no um but yeah i just i want to get back to like a place where i'm health like i'm happy mentally physically spiritually mm-hmm. um and i definitely think journaling going back to exercising five days a week meal prepping to save money because i'm going to be unemployed mm-hmm. um and i want to start looking back into get my master's so those are my three goals Four, because I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking until uh, October 21st. So Wait, so you're not doing Oh, October Halloween? 19th. We're going to go. No, for Halloween, I don't want to do any. Oh, I dress up as a panda in Walmart, so I might do that. And wear, if I lose enough weight, I'm going to wear a black onesie and put a panda head on. <sighs> you're jealous. I'm good on Halloween this year. Do not ask me to do anything. I don't care who you are, where you are. I don't want to do it. And I'm so annoyed because I really want to go to Atlanta for Thanksgiving weekend. But because of the storm and because we've been out of work for so long, um, we're not going to be out of training by then. So I can't take the day off before Thanksgiving to travel. So I don't think I'm going to go. You can have Thanksgiving with my family. Your family hates me. Only because you miss meals and don't say anything. And they, I did it one time. They over cook just for you so that you could bring food home so i did it one time i always eat here first one imp- bad impression leaves a nasty taste but it's okay i'll invite but i've you. been around for like years who cares i make one mistake and my whole family hates me it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just how it goes <laughs> isn't that sad yeah but that's real life and Sasha will be here, so it'll be nice because it'll be the first time Danny's been here in like three, four years. So it'll be nice, like a little family thing. Yeah. Only and I only say that about Atlanta because like I don't ever get to spend time with um some of my family. Yeah, I feel like I only see them during funerals, you know? Oh yeah. And now that you're only twelve hours, it's not really that bad of a drive. Right. So I wanted to do that, but maybe we could maybe I could make it happen. Maybe I could drive, you know. Go for Christmas. Mm, I don't know if I wanna go for Christmas. Go for New Year's. Mm. Girl, never mind. If I still have a boyfriend by then, um if I have a boyfriend by then, then I probably won't go. If I don't, then I probably will go because I'm lonely. <laughs> Um, and one of my boyfriends, his birthday is New Year's Eve, so if we're still together by then, um, I'll be celebrating with him. I thought you just said you broke up with him. I did. It doesn't matter. 
All right, so we're wrapping it up. Um, thank you for listening to another episode of Facts of Life, and I'm your host Zakia. You can follow me at I'm five foot two. I'm getting good at this. At I'm five foot two. You are. And uh, that's on Twitter and Instagram. The name of the group is going to be called Facts of Life on Facebook. I think I'm coming up with a new name. So how y'all like this, Zaza Keeks? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Zaza Keeks on the mic on the ones and twos come through Zaza Keeks and I like your shoes hey it's lit you're trash I'm gonna actually give my social media this time oh my god okay never mind no no you made me embarrassed it was I didn't make you embarrassed um make me embarrassed (laughs) I'm trash um my name is Jax uh underscore J-A-X-X in the box on Instagram I don't Snapchat because my camera is destroyed and I don't she do She doesn't Snapchat anyway if her camera wasn't destroyed. I don't have nothing to say. I, I have nothing to say. I'm a homebody. I like to sit and read and talk shit with Zakia. I don't do much. You're uh, like Heather Sanders. She never talks on Snapchat. I know. She's so pretty though and I love her little baby. Yeah, me too. And I love t Rel. I, I would say, like, if I ever go to L.A., I just want to hang out with them. I don't want to hang out with anybody else. That's it. Everything is super... And he is so silly. Yeah. And I like that they can, like, clown each other and she don't care. Right. All right. So, yeah, that's enough for this. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. I appreciate you listening. Holla at me. Um, I'm trying to think of... I already asked that question on um, Facebook. I was going to ask people what their goals are for the um, the end of the year. What's your Actually, purpose? Nigga, I think I already asked that too. When did you ask that? You should start writing. You it don't down. even. You don't even talk in a group. I don't ever go online, and I don't know your friends. I don't care. Nobody knows each other, but they still talk. All right, I'm gonna start engaging. What? Ask a question. All right, so for the people that didn't answer this in the group, what are your goals for the rest of the of the year? Um. You have 99 days. Why is she counting? Because it's important to know. That's scary. All right. Just let me know what your goals are. Have a blessed evening.